1: Well, Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison, and with me this week is Tim Harris from our Southwest campus, and it's going to be a joy to have him with us here through 1 Corinthians. Uh, Before we hop into 1 Corinthians chapter 11 today, uh, as always, the reading plan can be found in our show notes below on any and every podcasting platform uh, that you listen to us here on. But before we do so, uh, Tim, what's something that just makes you lose track of time? You get into doing it, whatever it be, you just lose track of time. Well, I have to say that um, I have ADD. <laughs> and so um,
0: I learned when I was young how to hyper focus on things uh, that to, to the point that when I was uh, when early in our marriage, Susie would say, like, Are you listening to me? And I, I, I didn't hear words she said. Um, and I can tell you that if I don't take my medicine, I can get focused in. It doesn't matter what it is work or play or. Something on the computer. I can get so focused in that I'm I, that I lose track of time and. All I know is what's right there in front of me, and nothing going on around me seems to be in the world anymore. Fortunately, I do take medicine twice a day, and we're good.
1: Have you taken your medicine before we started recording? I actually did. I did. did. So so, so we're good right now. Um, Cool. Uh, Even before we get into text, like when did you, when were you, quote unquote, diagnosed with ADHD?
0: As an adult, after I was married to Susie. Okay. Because that was going, that was happening. I would get, I, I would be so. Coming out of work, mm. that I had nothing left at home. Mm. And so, once the
1: counselor got
0: tested, said, Yeah, you need to go on this.
1: How life changing was that before oh, now? Big time, big time. Isn't, isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Almost every person I've ever talked to that was diagnosed as an adult is like, If only I would have had this when I was a child, people would have liked me more. <laughs> or, I'd have been, or I would have been able to, like—people would have understood me more, maybe, is the better way to kind of phrase that. In sure. my childhood, my schooling would have been a whole lot easier. So, all right, cool. We're here in First Corinthians chapter 11. Hopefully, hopefully, you've already read the text before hopping in. Once again, we want this to be a compliment to and not a replacement of your Bible intake for the day. So, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit uh, illuminate that you highlighted and wrote down?
0: I highlighted verse 32, which says, but when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined
1: so that we may not be condemned along with the world. Hmm. Anytime uh, usually the word judged comes up is usually not the most easiest or palatable, no. palatable verse to kind of walk through. Uh, so walk us through this text. What's happening here?
0: Yeah. So Paul's just talking to them about the Lord's Supper. and This is the passage that, that actually we we quote when we're doing communion, right? Mm-hmm. This is what, what Jesus did. This is what he said. Do this in remembrance of me. And he's— telling the Corinthians that when they come to communion, they need to examine themselves. They need to remember that this is Jesus did this for us, you know, his body, his blood, he died for us, and that some people were coming in, they flippantly about it, and they needed to examine themselves uh, while they're doing it. And uh, even to the point, he said, "That's why some of you are weak and ill, and some of even died." Mm. And that's right before he says here, "But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined." So, you know, basically, you judge yourself, and the Lord will help to to bring to mind that what's true. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the things that um, we need to remember, or things that we were maybe off base, or or just remembering what Christ has done for us. Mm-hmm. And that uh, if we do that, we're not condemned with everybody else. That's what he's saying. And he says that when that happens, when we're judged by the Lord, we are disciplined. Well, we don't like the word judgment. We don't like the word condemnation. I'm a little bit better with discipline, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> yeah. hmm. Not completely, <laughs> yeah. but at least a little bit better with discipline. <laughs> and he's just mm-hmm.
0: reminding us, I think, that that, the Lord's just disciplining us to make us better,
1: for sure. Are, are there any other texts that come to mind when you think about um, the discipline of the Lord, or the—maybe the, not so judgment, but the I think there's chapter. several
0: other passages that talk about it. I'm off, the one thing off the top of my head that's not exactly that is in James, where he says, consider it pure joy when mm-hmm. you face various trials, because the testing of your faith produces, and it lists, you know— all the good things that come as a result of it. There's mm-hmm. um, another passage where it says, if you're disciplined by the Lord, you should be happy because he's treating you like a child. Mm-hmm. I think that's in Hebrews yeah. somewhere. And, uh, you know, you know we, we discipline our children. Mm-hmm. If we don't discipline our children, we're not very good parents. <laughs> that's right. And they're not going to grow up to be the kind of men and women that we want them to be. Mm-hmm.
1: And the Lord loves us the same way, even more. So why would he not do that for us? That's a good word there. Uh, so as you look at this text, explain it, what's going on, how do you begin to apply uh, this into your life, or what's a principle that people can apply? An well,
0: immediate application for everybody would be when we have communion, to really to, to think seriously about it, uh, to remember why we're doing it, remembering what Jesus did for us, and to take that opportunity to do some self-examination. You, know, you and God talk about it a little bit, say, hey, what's in my life? that I need to confess what's in my life that uh, I need forgiveness for. And then just really that's a remembrance that he already has forgiven Mm -hmm. us. And, And we could use that discipline. But it's not just even at communion, but really anytime we're talking with the Lord, you know, you follow the acts, you know, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication, kind of walk through the type of prayer. There's confession in there all the time where we uh confess our sins and that 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 helps us.
1: Have you ever heard somebody say, like, um this might be a little bit older of a phrase or saying, or it's like, now that I've become a follower of Christ, now I'm perfect. Have you ever heard anyone ever say that or have that like kind of view of theology that uh they're a Christian now, so now they're perfect and they're no longer sin anymore? Have you ever heard that before, Tim?
0: I, I know that there are some people feel like you can get to that point. I've never met anyone that's ever said that. I have met people who have said that every time they sinned, they lost their salvation. And so they had to ask forgiveness right away so they wouldn't die in between. And that's... On the opposite end of the spectrum, and both are both <laughs> yeah, yeah. are untrue. Correct for correct, sure.
1: Correct. I don't know if you. I'd, I'd heard, I've had people, um, probably a little bit older of a generation, say or have a thought belief that um, once you were saved, then you're perfect and you never. And it's impossible for you to sin because Jesus is in you. And um, sorry, I didn't know that in this text. Yeah, kind you of. don't have the effect of it, but
0: the, long, the the eternal effect of it. Correct. But you certainly are sinning. Correct. Yeah.
1: Uh, how did the Holy Spirit uh, call you, Tim, to respond here in this text?
0: Um, I I think to for for me it's as I think about myself and where I am and where I am in my life there's plenty of positive things the Lord's done mm-hmm. to mold me into who I am but there's plenty of things he's still working on mm-hmm. and and I'm reminded of that and the Lord and I are judging me together mm-hmm. but it's not judgment that's condemning mm-hmm. and it makes me feel comforted that all this is, is discipline. You know, it's like training in sports. We're just practicing
1: so we can be better. Good word, good word. Well, thanks for joining us in here today on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. We look forward to joining us here tomorrow in First Corinthians chapter 12.